Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. It's 8.30 on Thursday, June 15th. I'm Desiree Frazier. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. On today's show, a new study investigates racial disparities in Mississippi's child care services. Then public school students in the state can access free telehealth services throughout the summer. Plus, folks are invited to join a family learning event this weekend. And this is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. has found major gaps in child care access for people of color in Mississippi. The Annie E. Casey Foundation's annual Kids Count data book is out. It shows how children are faring nationally and state by state. We speak with Lisa Hamilton, president and CEO of the foundation, about the report. She says Mississippi ranks 48th for child care well-being. And Kids Count Data Book facts how children are faring nationally and in every state using 16 indicators related to economic well-being, education, health, and family and community factors. And then we take that data to rank the states on each domain as well as overall child well-being and publish that data to help decision makers, policymakers, and the public make better decisions about kids and family issues. How is Mississippi doing in terms of the welfare of children? Data this year is drawn from 2021, which means we now have a partial picture of how the pandemic affected kids and families. And overall, nationally, we saw that half of the indicators, eight of them, worsened compared to last year's data book. Four stayed the same and four improved. Um, Overall, we saw that Many of the challenges we all experienced during the pandemic had an impact on kids and families. We know there was lots of volatility in the job market, and many of our children were learning online. So we saw in the data that fewer parents were financially stable or had jobs, and educational achievement was hit hard. Even so, child poverty remained unchanged, and more children had health insurance, and that was largely due to good policy decisions like expansion of the child tax credit or um, families being able to access children's health insurance programs. Um, And all those good policy decisions helped uh, kids and families weather these tough times. Uh, Mississippi was ranked uh, 48th. Uh, in the country on uh, overall child well-being, um, but there's a wide variety of where Mississippi ranked um, in each of the domains. Um, it struggles a bit more in the health and family and community domain, so issues like children, um, children's health insurance or the number of children growing up in high-poverty communities um, far exceed what we see at the national level. But Mississippi does um, much better on some of the education metrics and is ranked 32nd in that domain. 
what we know across the country is that there's no state that's getting everything right, and uh, there's no state that's getting everything wrong. And so there's always improvement um, for states, and we provide this data so that states like Mississippi can see where they stand and uh, take some of the best practices and lessons from other states to improve outcomes for their children, too. You mentioned there are like 16 different indicators that you look at. Can you give us, say, five of those? Of course. So in the area of economic well-being, there there are four domains. One of them, we track things like parents who have secure employment or um, teens who are not in school or working. In the education domain, we track things like the number of children in preschool or fourth grade reading proficiency or eighth grade math proficiency or the number of students who graduate high school on time. In the healthcare space, we track things like low birth weight babies and child and teen deaths. And then in the family and community uh, domain, we track things in children's poverty areas or teen births. All those we think give us a really comprehensive picture of how kids are faring. I understand based upon the information provided by your agency that in 2021, a a year of child care cost $10,600. That's an issue for working mothers who cannot afford child care but need to work. What is happening in that realm? It's a huge issue for, for all families. You're right. We took the opportunity in this data book to highlight the challenges we're having as a country around child care. A good child care system is important for lots of reasons, for children so that they can get positive early experiences and get off onto the right foot when they start school. It's important for parents so that they can work and earn money to care for their families. And it's important for our economy overall so that it can have the workers it needs uh, to grow. Mississippi is struggling in this area. What would be the recommendation for Mississippi? Well, in uh, Mississippi, you actually have some of the lower um, costs for toddler care. It, it costs between four and four thousand to forty five hundred dollars a year for home based um, or center based care for toddlers. But um, for example, for a single mom, that's still about twenty percent of that salary. So that's a huge impact. What we suggest is that state local governments use remaining pandemic recovery funds to invest in expanding child care capacity. The federal government can reauthorize the Child Care and Development Block Grant Act. It provides critical funding for public pre-kindergarten and Head Start programs. We know that only one out of every six families that qualifies for subsidies to help them pay for child care gets it. So uh, agencies and and governments uh, should make it easier for parents and and, uh, child care business owners to access that help. And we know that there are entrepreneurs who would open child care centers um, or expand them if they had the capital to do that. So we've got to make more resources available to help those entrepreneurs um, expand uh, capacity in our communities. So there are a number of things that uh, we can do that can, can help us try to right the ship because having a strong child care system is really important for all of us, for kids, for parents, um, for the economy overall. Lisa Hamilton is president and CEO of the Annie E. Casey Foundation.
Coming up, public school students across Mississippi can now access free telemedicine services. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit provides information on how you can lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm the host, Josie Bidwell. Search for and subscribe to Southern Remedy on any podcasting app to not miss any episode. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Desiree Frazier. Public school students across Mississippi have access to free telehealth services throughout the summer. The service has operated within some schools for several months now, and school nurses have helped their students connect with medical experts remotely to discuss minor medical or behavioral issues. Through a grant from the State Department of Education, the service has been extended to every public school student. Our Will Stribling speaks with Astria Goolsby. She's the project manager at the Center for Telehealth at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. We're offering minor medical care, which is you can treat him for fevers, stomach bugs, rashes, asthma, allergies, um, even things such as pink eye. And then we have the behavioral health care. And with behavioral health care, students age 14 and older um, will have access to Silver Clouds. That's an on-demand mental health app as well. And they'll be able to be treated for depression, anxiety, and different types of behavioral difficulties on offering as well med- medication management. How many employees are going to be working on this? Because there, there are a lot of public school children in, in Mississippi. Well, that department is covered through Dr. Tiersney Davis, and she's managing our behavioral health care and medical medical care um, services. And so that entire department is who is taking this on. But parents are able to just call a number, and then you will be linked to your health care provider from there to be able to schedule an appointment. Telehealth uh, exploded during the pandemic. Do you think that if not for COVID that we wouldn't be having this conversation right now? Like I knew that 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 development was going going to happen eventually, but it accelerated because people just saw that need was so great during that time. Yes, I wouldn't say that it would not have happened, but you're right. I think COVID did expedite and really allow us to explore the need for telehealth in schools. But with this service, this is a service that is increasing access to health care, which is something that we we need as Mississippians, but especially the schools, the public school students. Yeah. Can you talk just a bit about that, how that lack of access can be a real problem during the summer when, you know, a child can't go to the school nurse? Um, well, you have things such as parents can't get off of work or parents having to get off of work and the timing and then the long the waits at your um, at local health care providers. And so the great thing about being able to offer telehealth in schools is that a visit summary can be sent to the local provider upon request by the parents. And so we're actually working in continuity with health care providers with, with the children's local health care providers. So being able to work with them. So we're 
not necessarily saying you come to telehealth and you don't have to go to the doctor. We're saying that we, we're just trying to make sure that we make this process as seamless as possible, as easy as possible for parents, for the child, and that way everyone is able to access health care and, and to give another option. Because, again, some parents are able to pick up their child and take them to the doctor, and some parents it's not as easy for them. And so just making sure that we are able to create another avenue so that students all students are able to access health care. There's that access barrier, but there's there's also the cost barrier. Is there any like anything in this in this program to, to address that? Well, actually, the Mississippi School-Based Telehealth Program, which is which is sponsored by the Mississippi Department of Education, is offered to schools who have signed up to be able to provide this service to their school to their students. Well, the great part about the summer program is that the Department of Education has allowed us to open this up to any public school student in the state of Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And so this service is free to them. And so I think that really does help with eliminating the cost barrier as far as access to health care. Having the telehealth in in schools, has that program been successful? Has it been utilized well in those districts that, that have opted in? Yes, it has been utilized well. Um, I think that if there's only one student that gets access to health care, I do, I personally do um, see that as being successful. So, But we have seen usage um, across the state of Mississippi with all of our um, school-based telehealth programs, the schools that have signed up. So we are seeing usage. Um, the behavioral health component is really um, starting to take off as we've um, started to implement this program and just gone live in January. And so and we are expecting with the with being able to offer this free to all public school students throughout the state of Mississippi, we are looking to see the usage increase as we approach the fall school semester. Another effect of the pandemic is increasing the conversation around the mental health of, of teens and, and young people. So talk a bit about that um how essential that behavioral health component of it is and, and just the value that, that, that it brings? Yes, I, mean, I think that brings a very big value, um, especially with assisting the school administration. You know, our teachers are there to teach, right? And our nurses are there to help when the students aren't feeling well. But I think that the anxiety and depression is a component that travels from home to school and back to home. And so with this being offered as something that parents can just call and make an appointment, I think this is going to help us to be able to focus on what the students really need and who should be providing what services. Um, And like I stated before, Silver Cloud, which is an on-demand mental health app, that's something that can be accessed outside of school hours. And so you don't need your school nurse for that. So this does open up a broader range, not just access to health care, but different types of health care services that can be offered um, that your general provider might not be offering. Astria Goolsby is with the Center for Telehealth at University of Mississippi Medical Center. Coming up, an event aims to help Mississippi students engage throughout the summer break. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. 
The MPB Public Media app just got an update. It's now easier than ever to interact with your favorite MPB local shows and experts. With the brand new Talk to Us feature, you can engage with your favorite MPB local shows anytime, day or night, directly through the app. Simply select Talk to Us from the MPB Public Media app's menu. There, you can leave a question, share show ideas, or simply just say hello. With the new Talk to Us feature, you have access to your favorite MPB local shows and experts anytime you want to talk. Hey, this is Larry Morrissey with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. We talk with visual artists, musicians, writers, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Think Radio. Or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app. This is MPB Think Radio. Mississippi is our mission. This is Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio. I'm Desiree Frazier. This weekend, folks are invited to attend the annual Summer Learning Family Fun Day at the Jackson Convention Complex. The event aims to encourage families to keep reading during the summer. There are activities for students and several PBS characters on hand to meet and take photos with everyone who shows up. Felicia Davis is the Early Childhood and Student Enrichment Division Manager here at MPB. She says it's important for students to stay engaged and learning over the summer to minimize gaps in education. And our theme this year is all together, together. Um, You know, during the pandemic, we got isolated and separated. So it's celebrating literacy through family, school and community. How do you do that? So each year, this is an annual event, and we we book a space and to invite the families to come out to learn together. And so there are 20-plus education and health vendors, and they do little activities, educational activities with the children and families, and then they get to walk away with some great little prizes and books. So you have here story time with Uncle Story, book giveaway, face painting, photos with Ed Said, Live Move to Learn show? Yes, ma'am. Yes. And we are super excited about that. Coach Calhoun, he comes out and he does this fantastic live event to get the children moving and thinking about healthy living. What do you want to get across to the children and the parents? A sense of community. And it does take a village um, to raise the children. And so we know that a lot of issues arose during the pandemic and people were kind of scared to get back out there. Now we're getting back together and we're celebrating that. So we just want you to come out, have fun with us and fun with each other as a family learning together. What do people need to know who want to attend the event? Do they have to sign up anywhere? Yes, ma'am. If they'll visit our um, education page or our MPB main page, you should see a link and it tells you to click here or register here. And it gives you, it takes you to a job form and you just simply fill in the number of tickets that you plan to have. Okay. What do you see are some of the critical issues you come across in education working with children and parents? 
So, um, again, I know I keep saying pandemic, but there was a lot of um, there were some gaps that happened during this time. And so we are working together with the schools and the community to address literacy. So to see how we can further get the children back to being socially acclimated to being around each other, as well as um, reading and math. So that's our goal and to be a strong support for the students throughout the state of Mississippi. That's still a struggle. It is. However, working together, that's why I love this theme this year, all together, together. We are all a support to each other. And so there are many entities that we partner with, um, including Mississippi Department of Education and others who will be there. And you'll understand better. I invite you to come out, Desiree. You need to come out and have some fun with us. I promise you won't be displeased. You'll have a great time. You'll meet new people and get some fun activities. And you'll have memories for a lifetime. All right. All right. McGruff, the crime dog. Yes, ma'am. What ma brings him in? <laughs> so we participate in a lot of community events, and we ran into McGruff at Touch a Truck. And I was excited. Well, at least Dr. Wren, Tara Wren, and the education director, I said, oh, McGruff. And the police officer, McGruff, came over. I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember. And so he said, yeah, because these kids... <laughs> They refer to McGruff as Dog Man. So uh, I know that we'll reach all <laughs> generations with the newer characters and those that make us feel nostalgic like uh, McGruff. Take a bite out of crime. What do you want to see children accomplish? I know one issue has been, because you mentioned COVID, mental health. Yes, um, I'm a parent myself, and I, I'm a proud mother of a 21-year-old who just graduated from Jackson State University. And so, the I love. Um, <laughs> but I experienced that with my own child, where she struggled. Uh, she's a, a social creature, and the disconnect of coming back home and not getting the full experience of being around, it affected her. And um, it caused her... It was not a depression, but she was not her usual upbeat self. So I saw it firsthand, and I didn't understand how deep-rooted it was until we were having a conversation. And she just she started to cry. She said, I'm struggling. And I, you know, so I said, well, you know, there are a lot of places we can go if you want to go as a family unit or if you want to go alone. And so um, I know that a lot of children— uh, experienced a huge disconnect. And so that's why we push this fun opportunity to learn together so much because the social aspect is just as important as the academic aspect. And so I've heard from a lot of families, they're just so happy that MPB education um, offers so many opportunities in the community that are all free. And this is our biggest one and most fun, I think. You mentioned your daughter was struggling. Help parents understand, what does struggling mean? I would not have known if we had not had a particular conversation one day. And so um, it led to her sharing, like, you know, it's hard. So one thing I try to do as a parent is I'm a parent of two beautiful daughters. One is 26, and she resides in Georgia. But I send out a little text of encouragement each morning and scripture and all that. But I say, have a great day. Be great on purpose. Or, you know, let your light shine. So they need positive attention. They do need the positive. And you might not even recognize it because you say, hi, baby. You know, how's your day going? Oh, it's good. But ask um, more intentional questions. Be more intentional and pay attention because... I would not have known that her mental was not 100% if she had not shared with me in that conversation that day. And so I think having that conversation even helped her. And so then I knew to even be more of a support emotionally for her. What are the ages uh, of the children that can attend this event? 
It's a family affair. So you might have some preschoolers in your home, but you may have a 12 or 13-year-old. Bring them out. It's just an opportunity just to be together. Now, the 13 to 14-year-olds, um, <laughs> they might not have as much fun as the younger group, but definitely up to second um, second grade. But, again, all children are welcome, no matter the age. In my opinion, I'm a grown child, and I like to have fun, too. So I get excited when I see things like this. And this is definitely an event I would have liked to attend it myself as a child. But we welcome all students and families and schools throughout the entire state, and that's our goal. Um, so please, if you live in Oxford, come. If you live in Jackson, come. If you live in Biloxi, come. Come enjoy this event with us. Felicia Davis, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for what you're doing to help families and children through your experience in education. And we want, as you said, as many families to sign up as possible to take advantage of this free event. No cost. No cost. Just show up between 9 and 1 p.m. I promise you won't regret it. And thank you so much for having me today. We look forward to seeing you all there. This has been Mississippi Edition on MPB Think Radio.